This installment of Beethoven on Friday was recorded for release on May 28th, 2021. Greetings! My name is Terry Noel Dow, and this time on Beethoven on Friday, Loose Ends and Dropped Stitches. Recordings I have wanted or intended to play in other contexts, but which, for any number of reasons, I wasn't able to present to you. Let us begin with a most delightful and unusual recording of the choral fantasy, the Fantasia in C minor, opus 80, by Ludwig van Beethoven. This performance is a high-end student performance. The Boston University Symphonic Chorus, the Boston University Symphony Orchestra are conducted by Anne Howard Jones. The pianist, the marvelous Anthony de Bonaventura, the vocal soloist, Sharon Daniels, soprano, Penelope Bitsas, mezzo-soprano, Phyllis Elhadi Hoffman, contralto, Stephen Baumgartner, tenor, S. Mark Aliapulios, baritone, and René de la Garza, bass. The performance was recorded in concert in the Tsai Performance Center at Boston University in Boston, Massachusetts, on November 19, 1994.
Thank you.
recorded in concert in the Tsai Performance Center at Boston University on November 19, 1994. The Boston University Symphonic Chorus and the Boston University Symphony Orchestra conducted by Anne Howard Jones. Anthony de Bonaventura, piano. Sharon Daniels, soprano. Penelope Bitsis, mezzo-soprano. Phyllis Elhadi Hoffman, alto. Stephen Baumgartner, tenor. S. Mark Aliapulios, baritone. And René de la Garza, bass. Ludwig van Beethoven, the choral fantasy, the Fantasia in C minor, opus 80, for piano, vocal soloists, and chorus. And now, on this broadcast of drop stitches and loose ends, Beethoven's String Quartet in F Minor, Opus 95, a recording made in 1926. The performers, the legendary Amar Hindemith Quartet, Liko Amar, first violin, Walter Kaspar, second violin, Paul Hindemith, Viola, and his brother Rudolf, cello.
Ludwig van Beethoven, the string quartet in F minor, opus 95. The Amar Hindemith Quartet, Lico Amar, first violin, Walter Kaspar, second violin, Paul Hindemith, viola, and Rudolf Hindemith, cello. A recording made for Polydor in 1926. I venture to speculate that that is the first recording of the F minor quartet opus 95. If it isn't, it comes close. And now on this program of loose ends and drop stitches, <coughs> a performance of the so-called Archduke Trio by Ludwig van Beethoven that I have wanted to use more than once and simply couldn't find the CD. Well, it turned out that it was because I had lent the CD to a young friend. So it's been found. This recording was made in 1926. If it is not the earliest complete recording of the Archduke Trio, it certainly is one of them and definitely the earliest recording of the trio made using the electrical recording process. The pianist, the marvelous Australian-born English pianist, William Murdoch. The violinist, his friend and colleague, Albert Sammons, the cellist, W. H. Squire, Ludwig van Beethoven, the piano trio, number seven in B flat major, opus 97, the Archduke trio.
one of the earliest, if not the earliest, complete recording of Ludwig van Beethoven's Piano Trio Number no. 7 in B-flat major, Opus 97, the Archduke Trio, a recording made in 1926. William Murdoch was the pianist. The violinist was Albert Sammons, and the cellist was W. H. Squire. This wonderful performance antedates the almost iconic chamber music recording, the Cotto Thibault Casals Trio recording of the Archduke Trio by more than two years. As my regular listeners all know, I am devoted to Pablo Casals, the single most important musician and most significant in my life that I've ever met and gotten to know. That having been reinforced, if you will, I must say that Murdoch, Sammons, and Squire are in the same league as Colto Thibault Casals. Another wonderful recording that I have wanted to include on one of these programs, but that I was prevented from so doing because of one complication or another, or sometimes more than one, is a recording of Ludwig van Beethoven's Piano Sonata number no. 29 in B-flat major opus 106, the Hammerklavier Sonata. This is a, an amazing performance, and it's a performance by a great pianist who sadly is one of those performers who is pigeonholed. Pigeonholed in the sense of being an artist who only plays fill-in-the-blank or is only good at fill-in-the-blank. I mean, Rosalind Turek, for an example, that's just one that comes to mind. Another is the remarkable French pianist Yvonne Loriot, who was the loving and devoted wife of the organist and composer Olivier Messiaen. And Yvonne Loriot, Madame Messiaen, if you will, became renowned as the go-to pianist for her husband's piano music. She knew how it was to go and how he liked it played. Well, 
immediately that ruled out her being good in anything else. And she is damn good, as you will hear from this recording of Ludwig van Beethoven's Hammerklavier Sonata.
That astonishing reading of Ludwig van Beethoven's Piano Sonata Number no. 29 in B-flat major, Opus 106, the Hammerklavier Sonata, was recorded by the remarkable Yvonne Loriot, the wife of the organist and composer Olivier Messiaen, and perhaps the greatest exponent of his piano music. It's a little known recording, that one. It should be much better known. It's one of the truly great recordings of the Hammerklavier Sonata. Those of you who have listened to the installment of Beethoven on Friday, uh, on which I celebrated the anniversary of the birth of one of the great conductors of the music of Beethoven, Otto Klemperer, that I expressed frustration that I could not find the recording of the live performance of the Ninth Symphony that Klemperer gave with the forces that he used for the commercial recording and that was legally recorded. Well, as my beloved mother used to say, look for one thing, find another. No sooner had I submitted the broadcast rummaging on the shelves, I found the recording misfiled. So what else is new? So we're going to have it now, and you can decide for yourselves whether EMI might have done even better by publishing the concert recording and not the studio one. This performance was recorded in concert in the Royal Festival Hall in London, England on November 15, 1957. Aza Nordmo Löwberg, soprano, the late great Christel Ludwig, who died recently at the age of 93, is the contralto. Waldemar Kement, the tenor, Hans Hotter, the bass. The Philharmonia Chorus, prepared by chorus master Wilhelm Pitts. The Philharmonia Orchestra, all under the direction of Otto Klemperer.
Holy mackerel. Holy mackerel, what a performance. I can well understand and sympathize with those who contend that that performance should have been published rather than the studio recording. Personally, I'm grateful that we have both because I subscribe thoroughly to Yuri Igorov's rule. As he said to me more than once, Terechka, darling, too much is just enough. That performance of Ludwig van Beethoven's Symphony Number no. 9 in D minor, Opus 125, the so-called Choral Symphony, was recorded in concert in the Royal Festival Hall on November 15th, 1957. It was, if you will, a warm-up for the studio recording that Otto Klemperer made shortly thereafter. The soloists and the other participants are the same as they are in the commercial recording. Asa Nordmo Löwberg, soprano. Krista Ludwig, who recently emigrated from this dimension to the next at the age of 93, a favorite singer, contralto. Valdemar Kement, tenor. Hans Hotter, bass. The Philharmonia Chorus, prepared by chorus master Wilhelm Pitts, the Philharmonia Orchestra, Otto Klemperer on the podium. Wow, what a performance. 